One of the strangest episodes in the Torah is that which is found in this week's Parsha, the story of the copper snake, the Nochash Hanachoshes, the copper snake. The Jewish people once again complained about Hashem, to Moshe Rabbeinu, why did God take us out of Egypt, etc. And Hashem got upset and sent among the people the Nachashem Hasrafim, these burning snakes, these biting snakes. And the snakes started biting and killing many, many Jewish people. Many Jews died until the Bnei Yisrael ran to Moshe Rabbeinu and said to Moshe, please, we've, we sinned, please daven Tashem, take get rid of these snakes, this terrible plague. And so at Moshe Davin's Tashem, and Hashem says to make a snake out of copper, Vesimo Yisrael Neis, put it on a banner, on a pole, Vahaya kol hanoshuch vera oise v'chai. Anyone that's bitten by a snake should look at this copper snake that's on a pole, and when the person will look at it, the person will live, will become healed by looking at the snake. Of course, parenthetically, this has become the international symbol for healing, for medicine, for doctors. You'll very often notice on uh, doctor medical stuff, you'll see a picture of a snake of around, around a pole. It's from this week's parsha. It's from the story of the copper snake that Hashem says, whoever gets bitten by the snake should look at the copper snake and vera oise b'chai, anyone that looks at it will live. So the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah already asks the obvious question, What does that mean by looking at the snake on the banner, at this copper snake? That's how they live. Does a statue of a snake, does that give life? Does that kill? It's based on a snake. Of course, it's Hashem that heals. Hashem, it gives the healing. But what does it mean? They, they get healed by looking at this banner, the snake. Rather, the Mishnah says, When the Jewish people look up towards Hashem. In other words, this copper snake was put on a pole, high up. And so the Jewish people would look up towards the snake. They were looking up to Hashem. Really, they're looking up to Hashem. And when they would look up to Hashem, that's what they would get healed. They would get healed by looking up at Hashem. When the Jews would look up towards Hashem, they would get healed. But ask the Alter Rebbe, then what do you need the snake for? What do you need the copper snake for? If the point is to look up towards Hashem, if we know that the healing, the refuah, comes from Hashem, so just have the Jewish people look up towards Hashem. You know, make a giant arrow, you know, this way up or something. Make a sign, look up towards Hashem. Make a Yudke Vavke. Vasep is a snake. <laughs> the mission is saying that the whole healing comes because they're looking upwards towards Hashem. So why do they have to use the snake as that instrument through which you look upwards towards Hashem? But the Alter Rebbe says that that's exactly the point. The point is that the healing comes from looking at God through the snake, looking up at God by looking at the snake, seeing God through the snake. You see, the Altarab explains like idea in the Kabbalah, an idea that's found very often from the Zohar, from Kabbalah, Ein hagvurais nimtokin ela b'sharsham. To be able to sweeten judgments, negativity, to be able to sweeten that side of impurity, the side of evil, can only be through reaching its root, the root from where this negative thing comes. The only way to sweeten it is by bringing it and seeing it as it is in its root. To see Hashem 
through looking at the snake. And in Lekutei Torah, where the Alter explains this, he actually sends us to Tanya, to a mushal that brought from the Zohar, a parable to understand this idea better. It's actually brought in Tanya twice, as far as I know, Lanias Daiti, as far as I know, it's the only mushal, the only parable that's brought in Tanya twice, at the end of Perak Tess and at the end of Perak Chavtes, at the end of chapter 9 and 29, twice the Alter Rebbe brings the same mushal, and he refers to it as the mushal of the Zoyna from the Zoyar Kodesh, the parable of the prostitute from the Holy Zohar. Twice the Alter Rebbe brings this mushal, what's the parable of the prostitute? That the king wanted to test his son, the prince, and so he hired a Zoyna, a prostitute, and he hired her and gave her money that she should try to seduce the prince, his son. And he's told her that she should do everything in her power to try to seduce him, with her lies, with her seduction. In the language of the Tanya, mirma, with false illusions, which is what all seductions really are. And the Zohar says that even though the prostitute is doing everything in her power to try to seduce the prince, she herself... The prostitute herself, she herself is hoping, hoping that the prince won't listen to her. She really wants the king to be happy. She knows she has no choice. She has to do what the king is saying. She has to try to be mafata to seduce the prince. But as she's seducing him, at the time she's trying to seduce him, she's hoping, she's with all her might that the king should be happy, that he shouldn't listen to her. In the language of Tanya, at the end of chapter 29, that the side of evil... The side of impurity, all the difficult negative things in the world, the side of Sitra itself, these that side of evil, Ainless Svekas Klal Bemuna, the Eitzahara, the Satan, the side of impurity, they don't have doubts about the truth of Hashem. They don't have doubts in faith. The very evil inclination that's burning inside to trying to make us sin, that same evil inclination, that prostitute believes in Hashem, has no doubts, is only doing it because that's what Hashem wants. And so Tanya the Zohar is saying, see God in the Sahara. Look at the Zoyna as a messenger of the king. Sweeten the negativity. How do you overcome, how do you sweeten this negativity? By seeing God in it. By looking at God as you're looking at the snake. When you feel that those negative things, these impure things, are also just a messenger, just a shliach, just another representation, manifestation of Hashem's will, but it, essentially the Yetzirah doesn't want us to listen. That's how you sweeten it. That's how you bring it to its root, to raise it up to feel that it's also just a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Hasidus is telling us that even at the height of taiva, at the greatest desires and lusts for impure things, we have to know that the desire and the lust is also Hashem. Is Hashem manifesting as the prostitute that's trying to seduce us but doesn't want us to fall for it? We have to look at the snake and through that see Hashem. And in that merit of us being able to sweeten all negativity by more and more having a muna, just like the sitra just like the side of evil has a muna, we have to have a muna that Hashem is in everything and even those things that seem so difficult and challenging, to be able to sweeten them by seeing Hashem through them. And in that merit we'll see Mashiach, in which time we will actually see God with our physical eyes, even in those things and those times that seemed most difficult. May we finally see it today. Good Shabbos.